are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to an August 9th Thursday edition of the Lockdown Blazers podcast. I'm Eric Garcia Gunderson, and I'm joined today by Corbin Smith. Oh, oh, the big dog. The big dog over at the Daily Beast a lot yeah. these days. And Daily Beast, Vice De- Sports. Deadspin. Deadspin. AM to DM. AM to DM. Yes, that's right. I forgot you were on the, the live show AM to DM. Yeah, yeah, it was on the Buzz, Buzz BuzzFeed's morning show, AM to DM. I appeared from Depot Bay, Oregon. I set up my camera so that the beautiful, so the beautiful cascading rocks were uh, were uh, displayed in the background. You know, it looked like a you know it was you know classic Oregon coast gray morning with some nice trees in the background. Maybe a little, yeah. maybe a yeah. nice, maybe a strong gust. Yeah, a whale or two popping out of the. Yeah, popping out of. I saw a uh, man. I saw some. I saw some sperm whales while I was out on Depot Bay this weekend. Yeah, sperm pretty whales. Dope. Sperm yeah, whales. Sperm, yeah, pretty dope. Yeah. Nice. Well, they got barnacles growing on their backs and everything. Wow. Only hey. only the coolest stuff out in Depot Bay. Yeah, it's a, look. It's a, it's a nice. Uh, it's a nice. Uh, it's a nice part of the coast, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, I I I commend you for for making it on to uh, AM to DM. That's new ground. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. New ground. Pretty pretty, pretty soon, I'm I will be AM to DM. Yes. Will, yeah. You'll be hosting a, We we'll it'll be like a locked on Blazers podcast. Yeah. We'll just do that full time. Yeah, but and I'll be like on a couch with my knees tucked up under my with my legs tucked up under my knees, and I'll have like a little cup of rooibos tea, and I'll be like <sniffs> sipping on it. It'll be wonderful. Yeah, no, it sounds like a lovely, uh, lovely time way to make a living. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, we're we're here. We're back on the Lockdown Blazers podcast. There's actually, we actually had. I mean, it's not really news, but it it it's content. Hell yeah! Uh, Hell yeah! The the NBA schedule, or at least key dates of the NBA schedule, have been released. It's not really news, but its content is probably like this sentence that most surmises the age. You know? Yeah. Oh, totally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It really is. It really is. You know, uh, the the president said some stuff today. It's not really news, but but it's it's content. content. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you know how someone said, uh, "Can I curse on this podcast?" is like a you know a, a modern proverb. It's like you know, but now the next evolution of that is it's not news; it's it's content. Yeah, and so Ow-ow-ow. so we have uh, some content to discuss. The Blazers are going to play on Christmas for the first time since two thousand nine. Oh my lord! Uh, it has I, I'm surprised it's even been that recent. Like, 
it seems it seems like it's been a while. It, they're, they're, the Blazers are not a team that the that the league has blessed with Christmas Day miracles very often. I feel like when we were younger, Portland was involved in a lot more of those games because they were just a better team. But Clyde Drexler, yeah. Damon Stoudemire, Rasheed but, Wallace, yes, Arvita yes. Sabonis, yep. uh, 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 uh Kevin Duckworth. Uh, Buck Williams. Buck Williams. Uh, fuck Williams. <laughs> wow, if, if, you know this is this. Yeah. It's not quite dark out, but it, in we're in. We're, this is the spirit of an after dark. I'm so sorry. I'm, I I apologize to anybody who's listening with children in the car. I'm not gonna edit this. So. Oh, good. Good. No. I'm good. Not, I'm also gonna. I'm also going to uh, to open your children's minds right now by saying, uh, "Hey, man, what if capitalism doesn't work?" Whoa! Some controversial <laughs> topics. Um, what if uh, What if it's not the way of nature? We're gonna get We're gonna get blacklisted by Fox News soon yeah. enough, which would actually be you know pretty great, I think, for our brand. For the brand, yeah. The, there's the, look, There's nothing that sort of, that makes you like, uh, you know, seem better nowadays. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, look at LeBron. You know, getting getting yeah. chewed out by by Laura Ingram and then by yeah. Trump by and... uh, by a uh, fourteen words uh, fourteen words enthusiast Laura Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get what that. What does that mean? You you oh the fourteen words we must secure and protect a future for the white race. Oh you oh, know? For, yeah. oh the fourteen words that's the, it's usually paired with the number eighty eight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or something right. along those lines. Right. Anyway, yeah, Lauren yeah, Ingram yeah. There is like doing segments where she's like, if we don't curb legal immigration, are there going to be enough white people in America? Oh, yeah. No, I saw uh, I, I saw that. I saw her take yesterday. Yeah. Super gross. Yeah, super gross. Ter- terrible. Absolutely awful. Uh, super gross. We do not condone that. But what we do condone is the Blazers plan on Christmas. And because we don't have to go to Utah. Uh, for it, it's gonna be in Utah. It's gonna be the nightcap of. Oh yeah. They're making they're making everybody in Utah stay up late. It's gonna be an eight thirty tip off local time in Utah mm. on Christmas Day. Oh, uh, mm, so tasty. yeah, in, in the mountain time zone, it's gonna be a seven thirty tip here in the Northwest. Uh, but it, Blazers finally playing on Christmas Day for the first time in a while. Uh, any thoughts uh, on the Christmas Day? Any other thoughts other than the ones that you said, you know, just a couple seconds ago? Should be fun. Oh, I'm sorry. I I just took a nap. I I've been taking naps last two days, and I've also been not sleeping through the night. And I suspect that they're attached, and that I probably should have just like toughed it out until bedtime. Uh huh. I know that sometimes when I come on this podcast, I spend a lot of time talking about: Did I get enough sleep? Am I hungry? Uh, what what are my scabs doing instead of the Blazers? But I, so I'll get back to the Blazers now. I think it's fun. Yeah, I like the Christmas Day games. I don't have to cover it. Uh, I feel bad for uh, reporters and everybody mo- who's working mo- at the stadium. Mo- mostly Casey Holdall. Nah, I, 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 I feel I, bad for I, most of the reporters. I, was, I mean, I'm just trying to make Casey as uncomfortable as possible if he's yeah yeah I'm I would say I feel bad for a lot of the Joe Freeman certainly Joe, oh, definitely bad Joe, for. Joe, Joe you know has 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 a child you know like uh, yeah um 
you know, uh, I, can't, I can't remember anybody else who covers the team yeah, right well, now. Well, cause, uh, yeah, because unfortunately, Quick is not at Comcast anymore. Oh, um, yeah, who, whoever, whoever, whoever the athletic hires to cover the Blazers, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who that's going to be. Yeah, uh, uh, Mike Richmond, theoretic. I, I don't know. I, I mean, it should be Mike Richmond. Yeah, but, yeah. Or or Eric Anderson, I think would be a I wonderful. Mean, I, I mean, yeah, hey, I mean, you said it, not me. You know, I, I, uh, you know. Anyway, but for most of I'm the people, I'm happy at LeBron Wire. Thank you very much. I most of the people <laughs> who cover the team, I feel bad for them. I'm not going to exclude anybody specific. Uh, but, but Casey hold all, I don't feel bad for it all. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, no. So Christmas in Salt Lake city, it's going to be, I'm, I'm kind of excited because Utah was really, you know, one of Good. I mean, the surprise team last year. I, well, well not no, Okay. For you, for you, you weren't surprised because you were a jazz hipster. Yes, I was. I was definitely a jazz hipster. I have. Uh, I have a lot of very warm feelings about Rudy Gobert, and I think that some people uh, are like, uh, "Hey, uh, who's the white person who plays on that team?" Gordon Hayward. He plays on the Celtics now. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're like, ah, Gordon Hayward's gone. What are they gonna do? And I was like, Psh, it is not gonna matter. Gordon <laughs> Hayward is. Uh, not as Sh- people Sh- think. Gordon Sh- Schmayward. Yeah, yeah, Gordon Hayward. Shmordan Shmayward. <laughs> um, well, I mean, Ricky Rubio, you know, too pure for this world is on that team. Rickster, uh, absolutely. So, Ricky Rubio, there's no basketball player who would be perfect in an ideal world more than Ricky Rubio. You know what I mean? Like in this world, he's not good enough at shooting, but that's kind of like bullshit. And like if, if we lived in a world where like, your actual basketball skill level was what determined, you know, what made you a great player. Like Ricky Rubio would be unconscionably, you know, one of the best NBA players. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if it's on if, that if, list, yeah. Jamal Crawford. Okay. And a- uh, Evan Turner. Mm, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not willing to go that I'm try- far. I'm trying to help people find the, the positives every day but it, it's it's it's, ago, it's, get, it's getting really hard a few days ago i saw an evan turner instagram post that was like uh oh yeah the, the very i saw you posted it was very problematic it, yeah it was yeah. very problematic it took me a few days i, I kind of sat on it actually uh, uh i i like it says uh it's 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 uh it's it's an instagram photo picture it's of nothing it's like it's it's like just blurs and it says i hope blake really doesn't have to play to pay 258k a month these laws are shaky <laughs> and then evan turner says child support aka the lottery what yeah yes that's the second that's the second pan and it's just like oh fuck you dude yeah, it's like okay, Blake Griffin makes like what? He makes like twenty five, twenty six thousand dollars, twenty six million dollars, excuse me, a, a year. Um, and so he's giving he's like three million dollars, and it's like, and it, it's also it's just contingent on what he makes now. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. also two hundred fifty eight thousand dollars isn't that fucking much? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. Look, 
Look, I want, especially I especially for for Blake Griffin. That's the whole point. Yeah. That's the and whole also, point. It's for Blake clear. Griffin. Not I'm for not, a normal like, talking person. Talking about this to like slander Blake Griffin or anything like that. Like his business is his fucking business. I'm not, you know, you know, whatever happened to him is fucking fine. I don't. Okay. Um, but like, I like, like child support isn't the goddamn lottery and $258,000 a year isn't the goddamn lottery. And it, and I, there's, I like, you know, it just contains some, uh, some, uh, strains of men's rights activism. I don't oh, know. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, there's some strains there. There's some questionable. There's some strains of things happening with the Trailblazers. I mean, look, I'm just saying, if Evan Turner walks into the arena wearing a fedora game one next year, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say I didn't told you so. Wow, wow, you you heard it here first. Yeah, Evan Turner, men's rights activist. Evan Turner, Evan Turner walking into the arena with a with a copy of uh, Jordan Peterson's book slung underneath his arm. Oh boy. You know. Oh boy. You need to stand up straight. You know, he's going to start, uh, uh, you know, just just sounds like he might be heading in that direction. What are we talking about, Eric? I don't know. You know, he does really love Boston, Evan Turner. Yeah. Oh, hideous. Just hideous. It's like his favorite favorite city. Um, anyway, we, we, there's another game. Uh, it's aside. his favorite city? Well, he, he loves it because it was like the fan base that loved him the most. Um, but we were talking about the schedule. There was one other game that was announced that we will talk about in a second. We will be right back. Okay. And the second game that we have heard of on the Blazers schedule, the second out of 82 games that we know of, we're going to get the rest of the schedule tomorrow, Friday. And the Blazers, we know at least... One of their games in the opening week of the season, it will be to welcome LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers for their first game of the season in Portland. So LeBron James making his Lakers debut in Portland. There's going to be hooting. There's going to be hollering. Uh, It's, you know, it sounds like a fun time. You know, look. Dare dare, Dare I say rivalry back? A, a little, you know, look, we, uh, you know, I know that, you know, the national consciousness is maybe not keyed into the Blazers-Lakers rivalry as much as myself and Eric. Uh, sure. You know, but the, you know, but that, uh, I know it's not a big deal nationally, but that, uh, but that, uh, that I think that Lasers-Blakers rivalry is uh, Lasers-Blakers. <laughs> Good job, Corbin. Well, it's my, uh, it's, it's my fault for uh, having us redo this part. Oh no, it's fine. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, you know uh, that's that's a lot of fun. And I think uh, you know it's a good. Uh, hey, LeBron, welcome to the West Coast. Hey, and then we, and then uh, you know the fans and hopefully the team punch him in the nuts. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Hey, you know Dame. Dame's gonna get it. You know, I I, I think it'll be fun. I think Dame's gonna be excited for the the opportunity to go against LeBron. Absolutely. Hopefully, uh, CJ will have been traded. Uh, you know. I, I'm sorry. That was a joke. Except it wasn't. Kind it, was, of. it wasn't. It wasn't a joke for you. You did we you, talk about? Did we, was I? Have we talked? Okay. Have we talked about the CJ thing over here yet? Or have I talked about it? We have a little bit. But okay. 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 But you can you can continue. I, I had your feelings changed. 
since then is it is it more of the influence of the the, the Kevin Durant podcast that he was? It's just it's just he just embarrassed himself so much. Uh, you know, I it, and it wasn't even like uh, close, and uh, and uh, and him being on the team, it's a little shameful now. Like it went, for, like it's gone from. I'm not sure he fits with Lillard. We could use a bigger, more defensive-oriented shooting guard to like. It makes me it makes me sick to know he's on the Blazers because of how thoroughly he showed his ass out there. You know, you know the. The part that people don't talk about, I think, people talk about the second part. They don't talk about the first part when uh, Durant says, uh, hey, you think you'd be a good sixth man? And he just gets incredibly mad about it. Have you listened to this, Eric? I haven't. And and it's mostly just because, you know, listen, I respect CJ. I I don't have any really – I personally, I don't have a lot of desire to listen to his podcast. Um, like, and that's like, I respect CJ a lot. There's just a lot of podcasts out there. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, look, I'm, I understand. I'm, catch, look. I'm, I'm catching up on revisionist history right now. Look, like I, I wrote about it because I listened to it because I wrote about it. Like I because, listened to the clip when he said, I just did your bleeping podcast or your fucking podcast <laughs> since we're doing an after dark. But I, 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 I like, or I said, what, excuse well, me, well, that, that was a tweet, not on there. But like, what I'm saying <laughs> is I listened to some clips of it. I did not listen to the whole thing. I, well, yeah, I listened to the whole thing. And at the beginning, Duran is like, hey, man, you think you'd ever be like a good sixth man? And CJ, like, clearly got, like, that's like the thing that gets his druthers. Oh, my God. No, that's, that's, that's. I mean, really, yeah. If I if I was ever gonna, you know, that I hate to give props to Kevin Durant, but props to Kevin Durant for knowing, that <laughs> yeah, that for is, like that, that is the exact button to push. I don't even know if Durant was trying to push a button. I think that he was like actually thinks that. Yeah, <laughs> and in fairness to Kevin Durant, like I don't not think that. Like that kind of makes a lot of sense, you know. Like a sort of undersized high scoring guard who doesn't really play the point like what kind of player is that usually you know yeah you're right i mean it's usually i mean yeah i mean outside of like katino mobley and steve francis which was like i think is a good um kind of or i i mean or and, and i guess that, iverson and, but like but, but it's I, yeah iverson a little bit i mean there are, you know, there are precedents for this type of stuff before, but I, yeah, I do, I understand the whole that there's a ceiling on that uh, co- conversation. But I do think I would like to, you know, it's just they, they have every year, you know, they've gotten so little out of the power forward spot. Their three spot has been so inconsistent. Like I don't want, and 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 the center spot, frankly, like every spot outside of those two guys has been so inconsistent. I want to say that, that, that I, I want to give that I want to give them the benefit of the doubt on that. Oh, there's also the part where CJ is like, uh, uh, he's like, uh, oh, the cousins could have played for us, you know, we're a contender, and Durant's just like, come on, dude, and uh, and then uh, and then and then he also says, don't you already have a pretty good center? And then see, and then like CJ just like falls into a cream pie like like and he's like no no no, we like nurk we we could play with both cousins and nurk which makes no sense at all that's not something you could do like that's not something anybody who's read a basketball prospectus in the last 10 years would think like oh yeah yusuf nurkic and demarcus cousins that's a real power duo along with your very modern very very modern 
along with your two two small guards. You know what I mean? Like, come on, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know how we got sidetracked on the CJ thing. Sorry, but, I, sorry. No, I just... no, no. You just had no. You just had a take, but. I am excited, though. I think that first game is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I think that the NBA has sneakily made a very good decision for LeBron's first game as a Laker. Yeah, I mean, okay, what better place to get, like, the hatred of the Lakers going again than Portland? Like, yeah. Bo- Boston, sure, but Boston, you're not going to play Lakers-Celtics in the first game of the season. Like, you're not going to do that. You're not going to make them travel across the country. And I think it's going to be really fun i think it's gonna be i mean the lakers also lakers celtics is a not a real rivalry i know that this is a really weird take it's gonna be now look i understand that this is probably a goofy take okay but they don't even play in the same conference it's like a luxury rivalry okay fine but it's like it's like a it's like a it's like it's like a rich people rivalry, you know, like Lakers Blazers, like that's like grimy, dirty, mean rivalry. You know what I mean? That's but, like two right. teams that resent each other. Like Lakers Celtics is I think, like so. So I think you're inferring that like it, it's got to be somewhat regional to really be a rivalry. Yeah, a little bit. And I also think that Lakers Celtics is like, God damn it, I respect you so much, kind of rivalry. Oh, which yeah, is yeah, yeah, that's true. It's, there, There is a weird reverence between yeah. Celtics fans and Lakers fans that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. They're just do- like, and it doesn't exist with any I other just fan base. Thank you so much, bro. You know? Yeah. No, I totally. Um, I, I, I think it's good. I, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I don't know if Portland's going to have a game before that because there's going to be two days of games. Um, and they could very well play on the Wednesday night and then have a back to back at home. Uh, but we will find that out tomorrow. I suspect uh, probably not if I were to get, you know? Is yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, they could, they could honestly do a Thursday, Friday, back to back. Like there are other ways for them to get that, uh, to get that back to back. I don't know where I, they, where, I, I mean, I, I guess, I guess they can, they could go to Denver. Maybe it, it would have to be Denver, Sacramento, or like the Clippers or something like like and I don't know if they would do the Clipper have the Clippers play a game before the Lakers play a game. Can I can I sorry to sorry to track off again, but like um, it's fine. That, that's listen. It, these are like very loose talking points. I mean, you, it, it, it's August. Um, I think that uh, LeBron going to the Lakers, it's going to be harder to dislike the Lakers. I Is that fair to say? Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, like, like, like Eric writes for a LeBron website, but I also am very fond of LeBron James. And I also kind of like, don't have a problem with them going to the Lakers really. Well, now, I mean, LeBron wire has ostensibly become a Lakers site. Like we have a Lakers color scheme now. Like I, I am effectively a Lakers writer at this point. And I don't hate the Lakers. Like, I don't. I don't. Like, it's just a weird, like, I don't hate them at all. Like, yeah. it's, it's here's, weird because like, they're, they're young. They might, they're like, maybe, they're like going to be like a mid-level playoff team. Like, I and, and LeBron is just LeBron. Like, I, I don't know. He's like his own thing separate from the Lakers. That, like, I don't think you can really combine. I mean, you can combine the two, but I personally don't combine the two. But it's just like. 
Kobe is just the most loathsome player to watch and like to and who and has like let's call it a vibe that is sort of like just so gross. Uh-huh. And and like brings out something so gross from people mm-hmm. who root for him. Mm-hmm. And um like I don't like for me it kind of like for me, it really feels like LeBron is like Magic Johnson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll bet you, like, playing against Magic Johnson as a Blazers person was probably irritating because he was very good at basketball. But also, like, Magic Johnson is a is like it just is a lovely man. Yeah, like, I mean the the ninety one uh the ninety one Western Conference Finals. My dad still tells me about it, how Magic just absolutely destroyed the Blazers in the Western Conference Finals that year. And that was the one year out of those three years that the Blazers were really, really good that they didn't make the finals. And, but still, I don't think, like, I don't think Blazers fans really hate Magic Johnson. No. You know what no, exactly. Exactly. Like he's and, terrible and, 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 on yeah. TV, and I don't hate him. Like I think is yeah, and and there's a lot of people that also hate his Twitter, but I love him. It, it's I, a, you it, know what? They're wrong. His Twitter is fantastic. Well, it's, he just says he just he just says the most basic things, and it's just like with a zillion <laughs> exclamation points, and it's amazing. Just <laughs> pictures of him with his family on boats. Yeah, it's like excited to go to Italy tomorrow, and it's just like. Just like it looks like, yeah, it looks like, like magic. How, it's like, how could you be mad? Like, how, how could you be mad at magic? <laughs> yeah, it looks like magic is on a yacht this week. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think, and honestly, I mean, it's been reported. Like, it's not like a, a huge shock, but it's like multiple sources, like out that have written stuff about LeBron. Like, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about like personal sources. I'm talking about like out media sources. Like, have said that the the magic thing was just the biggest thing for LeBron even more like he obviously loves like the Lakers brand and stuff like that. Cause LeBron is a, he's just that guy that likes stuff like that. Like he's a Duke fan. He's a Cowboys fan, like all this stuff. Come on, LeBron. But, but he is that guy, but, but more than anything, it was magic that, that really attracted him to, to be there with the Lakers. And it's like, you, know, you just have these two massive personalities, and it's really those are the two guys that are really leading the Lakers. Like, it's it's so funny how in like everyone was talking about how LeBron. That was my favorite fake storyline of the entire LeBron L.A. thing was that the people saying that LeBron wouldn't go there if Lonzo was there, and then if LeBron was going to go there, they had to get rid of Lonzo because Lavar was going to be too big of a distraction. When's the last time you heard anything from LeVar since Le- LeBron joined the Lakers? Yeah, well, he does have that show, but, like, nobody watches that, but so. No, no, but it's not, like, it's not taking over the sports media conversation the way it was, like, two years ago. Like, it, it's just not the same. And it's just, like, it. LeBron and Magic are just in complete control of that whole situation there. And I think it's going to be really fun because... I'm just glad that the best player has like a fresh story now because like the Cavs were just so depressing. Like if, if, if we just zoom out and take the labels away from both teams and the Lakers were not the Lakers, nobody would hate this. No, it's a perfectly, it's a perfectly legit, you know, and, and, um, I, can I read a magic Johnson tweet? Yes. It's from July 12th. Absolutely. It says he. It's a picture of him. It says even in the ninth grade, I envisioned playing in the NBA, owning a business, and traveling the world. And he's got a little picture of his uh, 
of his uh, yearbook thing, and it and it says all that stuff in it, and it says, "How amazing is God that I've been able to do all three at the highest level?" First off, it's hilarious to say that you're traveling the world at the highest level. <laughs> Yeah. And then his next tweet is, who said that dreams don't come true? This guy rules. He's so great. Dude, yeah, exactly. Dude, I mean, he beat AIDS. <laughs> he did. He, he beat it. Like, he beat it. It's like, there's nothing magic can't do. Like, it's 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 truly remarkable, magic. Um, I, I know this is a Blazers podcast, and we're going on and on about how great Magic Johnson is. But, but he is! He is great. And I'm excited for LeBron. Like, and I'm, look, ex- and I'm, look, I'm excited. That, it... And honestly, I think Portland fans, like, this is a great opportunity to kind of... I know Portland fans have a great reputation, but this is really a great opportunity to really take it. Yeah. And, and just really, and, really, and really, grab it. You know? Yeah, really, 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 uh, you know channel the hatred again like like it's gonna be yeah. fun like like i'm not saying like i know it's LeBron. gonna be hard like look i know it's gonna be hard for you portland fans i understand because you probably like lebron yeah especially you know going against the warriors year after year i i get yeah it. yeah like if you root for anybody else in those finals i don't understand you at all so, but like you know, maybe you're going to have to fake it till you make it, but I really believe in you. Okay. I was at the first Miami heat Portland trailblazers game. There's that was a, that was a loathsome and venomous place to be. All right. That was, oh, was, was that was, the one when LeBron hit the three and then smacked his own ass? Yeah, I, I believe so. He also, <laughs> at one point, he also at one point gave like the sticking his arms in there and going, come on, boo, boo, boo. Yeah. That was when he was very much in the very dark, yeah, phase, and, phase. he was in the hatred phase of his career. Yeah, and eventually LeBron would be like, would be like, I don't, you know, that wasn't me, man. But like, for for it was really beautiful to be in a room where everybody fucking hated his guts, and he was like, I don't care. Ah, ah. Yeah. And, and anyway, Jacob Greenberg, uh, a, 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 friend, a of, fun, friend, friend of the pod. Sure, why not? Uh, uh, he, uh, we were talking about this and I was like, you know, I don't actually, I'm not that weirded out by LeBron being in a Lakers uniform because like, he's kind of been pretty nomadic throughout his entire career. Like he hasn't been like a one franchise dude, really. No, this is his third team. I mean, yeah, like it's not, yeah, it's, oh, not. it's his third move. It's but like, or, or it's his fourth move in his third team. Like he never seemed like a dude who wouldn't leave somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, I, and what and what Jacob said is he really is swingman Shaq. Yes, he. Re- you know, I, I I've had this thought about LeBron, and I, I think it's a good point the way you said the swingman Shaq thing. He feels like he's so much an amalgam of. Like all of the modern stars in like one player, like he's got like the Shaq thing where he's got the freedom of movement, but then he kind of has like these Jordan Jordan and Magic things to his game, and then he he wears the uh, he wears the the sleeve like Iverson, like he he's got like all these elements, and he's just mashed all of them up into one player, and I think that's one of the coolest things about LeBron, and he's like he's like. He's like seven or eight of the greatest players of all time, or at least like the most iconic players of all time in the case of Iverson mashed up into one. Like, and Mm -hmm. that's, and that's like one of like he, that's why he's like just so unique. Like there's little bits of like all these different guys 
that you like his passing and stuff like that. You can compare it to magic or even Larry Bird, you know, the way he posts up and does things like there, there's so many things. And even some now his shooting is is, you know, better than magic and better than than Jordan. Like he can shoot the three now from super deep. And like, you know, th- these are all these things. And it, it, that's one of the coolest things about him is that he just he can he just had there's so many layers to him. Yeah. Yeah, that extended thoughts on LeBron here on the uh, Lockdown Blazers podcast. Yeah, uh, we, it's too bad he didn't sign with the Blazers. Come on, dude. Yeah, it really, it really, really was. Really Should have signed with the Blazers, dude. It would have yeah. been great. Um, let's see. We could have signed and traded you for Turner and the uh, Myers Leonard. Um, we have a oh, we have a question here. Did from, I just uh, say we? Did I? Ugh. Yeah, it's fine, dude. It's fine. I want people to know that I don't mean to do that. Hey, listen, man. They, 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 and look, it's okay if you do it. It's just not me, you know. It's just not what I do. Yeah, exactly. Um, we have uh, something from our friend Connor. Uh, I, little... We we have something from our friend Connor. Corman's not going to talk about yet. Okay, okay, because okay, because he's writing a story on it, right? Yes, I am writing a story on okay, it. Okay, okay, we are we are working on it, and we're gonna. Have it will to... be out. I. This is what I'll say. Connor, I appreciate you mentioning it. The story is coming out Wednesday. After that, I will be willing to talk about it. Okay, all right. Or I'm sorry, the story is probably going to come out next Monday. Over on the outline. So look we're, at the outline next we're, Monday. We're not we're not going to blow up the spot on Corbs's story. So we will have a take on that after uh, with the controversy on the Blazers business. I don't side. I don't I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, all, so. right. Any, <laughs> all right. Any, anyway, um, a question from. Uh, my buddy Matt, may we please change Stauskas's nickname to Saucetown Castillo? Which, for those of you who don't know, Saucetown is a nickname for my hometown of Salem, Oregon. Uh-huh. Wait, uh huh. Wait, it is. It is. It is. Wait, it's why what... do you call Salem Saucetown? Because there was one time there was a concert and there was this rap group that was from Salem, and. They said something. They they like had something about like, where are you from? And they would yell Sauce Town, and we were like, "What the hell is this?" And then we figured out that they would call Salem Sauce Town, and then it just stuck. How like, common would you say calling Salem Sauce Town is? Uh it is it is more common now than it used to be. I will definitely say that. Okay. Okay. I I, I would say that now it is. It is an acceptable slang term. If you're if you're from Salem, you, you there's a good chance, especially South Salem, there's oh. a good chance you've heard it. Yeah, those rough South Salem streets. No, I mean yeah, not very not very rough. It's just a dialectic thing, is all I'm saying. <laughs> they speak Salem English there. They do, they do. It's a it's a dialectic thing. I, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I've often thought that Gunderson has a real Salem accent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have Salem accents, Salem pizza. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a um, but I I, I think, who else is, I think the who else is from Salem? Who else is from Salem that I n- might know on the internet? Well, Dane is from Kaiser. Yeah, well, with barely Salem. Okay, so that that's 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 uh, I mean, he's he's basically from Salem. Dane is from oh, Kaiser. Ooh. I mean, they, we share a school district. Okay, is Kaiser like hoity-toity? No. It, oh, it's Ky- or is Kaiser or is Kaiser the Grime Boys place area? I, I think there, there, there's there's bits of both in Kaiser. It, 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 there, there, there's there's equal, not equal. I think is you know there's definitely there's definitely both. Uh, but 
Yeah, Kaiser, Kaiser's Kaiser. That's where that's where Dane's from. Um, I'm trying is to think. It, is, um, is uh, uh, is Seth from is Seth from Salem? Seth, no, Seth, Seth's from Yamhill. Yamhill, which is in the valley as well, but that's more in like the wine country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is all, the white toity part of town. That that's uh, also, I believe, where where Holdall's from. Casey, uh huh. He's, he's from uh, Yamhill area. Um. And then our, our our friend Tim Brown is from Albany. <laughs> so so that's about out of control somewhere. Tim Brown would be kind of stuff right there. Well, I, that's, that's insane. Yeah, I mean, it's, we're just all kids from the valley. Uh, but I mean, I'm not. But no, you're not. You're not. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think that I think it's a great opportunity for a promotion for the Blazers to have to you know to kind of to, 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 to engage with the Salem fan base. <laughs> yeah. With, by with, calling him Sauce Town Castillo, you could have Sauce Town Castillo night. Maybe like you do some promotional videos where he says, "Hey, I'm Nick Stauskas here in Sauce Town." Yeah, exactly. And it's the first episode of Sauce Town Castillo, yeah, or something like that. You call the show, you do a little a little number called Sauce Town Castillo with Sauce Castillo, and you just have him. You th- what they should really do? What they really should do is they should. They should commission me to do a video series with Nick Stauskas going to places in Salem. 167,000 people live in Salem, Oregon. There's a lot of people in Salem. I've been to Salem once, for I the, think. For the eclipse, right? Oh, twice. No, I no, I went somewhere else for the eclipse. You went to Dallas. Yes, I went to Dallas. Dal- D- Dallas, which I don't know if I told you. I may have told you on a podcast last year, but uh, extremely racist past in Dallas. They, mm-hmm. they 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 once named their high in school. In fairness, in fairness, it is in Oregon, but yeah, exactly. But it, th- this is how racist Dallas was. The roots of Dallas were at one point is that they named their 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 school mascot is the dragons, but they used to be the Dallas Grand Dragons. Oh, guys. Yeah, Dallas. That, that that's how racist Dallas was back in the, you know way way back. Uh, so so I mean, I'm just looking at Salem right now. It's like it's like so much more sprawling that because you know I went to college in Olympia, which is the capital of Washington, and it's like cute and fun. And Salem's a little more like, hey, welcome to Salem. We're gonna kick your ass. I would say that that's definitely an accurate depiction of the differences between Olympia and Salem. Yeah. <laughs> Salem is very much we're gonna like very much has the attitude of we're gonna kick your ass. Whereas like Olympia's like, hey, we're, we're hippies, you know. Hey, we got some coffee roasters. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, like I mean, there are definitely those people in Salem, but I definitely think the vibe is very much a lot more. Welcome to fucking Salem. <laughs> uh, and I and I say that as 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 a as a proud. Uh, person who grew up there. You know what I will say? You know what I will say? And it pains me to say it. I think that I think that the Oregon Capitol building is more interesting than the Washington Capitol building. That is a take. But you can't see the Oregon Capitol building from the freeway like you can the Olympia. No, no, because the... Alright, because the Olympia Capitol building it's just sort of like a... It's just sort of like a Roman dome. You yeah. know, it's beautiful to be inside. And I can't speak to the Salem Capitol, but that Salem Capitol with that beautiful gold statue on top and that sort of 
the sort of like blocky on the bottom. I, I, you know, I think that's a handsome building personally. The, pi- the, pi- the pioneer man. Yeah, the pioneer. Is that what he is? Is he a pioneer? He's a pioneer. Uh, the Latin community in Salem calls it El Mono de Oro. What's that uh, mean? It's the golden monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> so we, we, got, we got a lot of names for the gold. shout out to the latin community in salem oregon That's you right. you guys are tremendous brilliant brilliant folks uh, uh anyway anyway <laughs> shout out to sauce town uh shout out to sauce town and maybe so, so, we can teach sauce town castillo about this on the blazers new web series yeah um, that, that we will host We'll just like hang out with Sauce Castillo. Anyway, we'll show, uh, him, we'll show him where he can buy weed for a dollar a gram or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Is that? Is there? <laughs> Man, we went. To, so I went to the coast this weekend. It's been a second since I've been there. I think the last time I I I went I was I I went a little more rural. This okay. time, this time I went to the you know Lincoln City you know sort of strip around there. Yeah, the more the more uh, you know just str- mainstreamed. Yeah. You know area. There are a billion weed stores there. Yeah, it's 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 insane how many weed stores there are. Period. Now and I get it. Like people are on vacation and people, you know, I'm not here to tell tales out of school. But people have been known to smoke weed on vacation. I understand it, but there are so many weed stores up the coast now, man. It's it's wild. It it really is. It, it's yeah. There's like I don't know. I would say. I mean, I haven't been out to the coast in a long time, but I would guess the the ratio on like weed stores to grocery stores is like seven to one. Yeah. Yeah. That that sounds not unreasonable to me. Yeah. <laughs> like and, and the funny like I mean it's not funny, but it's like I mean it's one might even start to say there's like four hundred and twenty to one. Well, you know, that that is that is a good uh way to describe the proliferation of weed stores in the or on the Oregon like every, Coast. Every four hundred and twentieth thing out there is a weed store. Right? That's actually not that much. No, it's not. That's that that's a <laughs> um let's see you also houses but anyway okay um did you what did you have anything good to eat when you're at the coast Uh, i'm a vegetarian so you can't have clam chowder or anything right yeah uh well i had a a wildflower cafe that was the best meal i had there okay they had they had particularly good french toast Mm. i forgot yeah you're a big breakfast guy but yeah look don't get me wrong Daddy loves breakfast. Okay, apparently nobody else wants to call Corbin Daddy, but that's fine. It's okay. Well, okay. You know, I'm just trying to get it started, you know. Uh, Sauce Castillo <laughs> came out of nowhere. I don't think there's any reason we can't just call, call Corbin you Daddy all Dad. the time. <laughs> but it's fine, it's fine, whatever. Right? You know, you can't always get what you want, uh, get what you need, etc., etc. Uh, so, yeah, sure, we can name it to Sauce Town Castillo in honor of uh, Salem, Oregon. Okay, Saucetown Castillo. We have another. Uh, it's not really a question. It's more of like a request from our friend, the host of Locked On Raptors, Sean Woodley. Talk about Damon Stoudemire. You, I, you know, I wasn't watching basketball at the time. I, I, I wrote a story, uh, I about uh, about the Blazers uh, getting roasted for using weed back in the day. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, for that, I will say he was a pioneer. And it's messed up what uh, what uh, what uh, reporters and uh, and the culture did to that guy just because he enjoyed the herb. Yeah, he doesn't even live here anymore, and he's from here. Come on, Damon. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that? Oh, yeah, that yeah, is true. Yeah, he 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 had the house that Lamarcus was living in was his old house, and then he sold it. That's pretty funny. And he's like a coach now, and so he has like no roots here. That that's that. I think we can blame the culture of those days. Yeah, people ran you 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 animals ran him out of town, and that's disgusting. Native son, <laughs> that you could get Wilson weed in high school. Everywhere. everywhere you can get weed here. You can throw a stone outside, and you'll hit a weed store. Will that's true? But that's- now Damon doesn't live here anymore because of you and your yeah. shaming. Yeah. Disgusting. Now, now he's coaching college basketball in Stockton, California. Oh. <laughs> Look but, at what you did. Stockton, Sacramento, Sacramento. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's actually a great analogy for Stockton. Which is, it's the Sacramento to Sacramento. <laughs> that, is, that is very good. I mean, I, listen, David Sotomayor, honestly, I think underrated. He has some of the highest scoring games in Blazers history. Was the point guard of the teams that went to the Western Conference Finals. Should have won. Should have won. Should Like they should have beat. Not the Spurs year because they got swept. But the the Lakers year. I mean, come on. Uh, because garbage ass Tim Donaghy couldn't, couldn't keep his hands out of the. Couldn't keep his hands out of the. Out of the. The pot. I wish Ralph Nader had gone through with that antitrust suit against the NBA. Absolutely. All-time NBA superfan Ralph Nader. Do you remember that at all? Do you I, know about I, that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That Ralph that, uh, that happened and Ralph Nader said there should be an investigation. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, that was crazy. And then it turned out Ralph Nader was right. What? <laughs> yeah, who, who knew Ralph Nader being right? But uh, anyway... Uh, he was right about seatbelts, and he was right about uh, Tim Donahue. Um, but I, lo- I lo- David Sotomayor was great. Uh, legitimately underrated. I think I underappreciated David Sotomayor when he was a Blazer. Personally. Yeah. I, th- I think Rasheed Wallace was like the the iconic guy from those teams. but Certainly. From that era. Of- yeah, I, I think him and Sabonis are like... From t- Eric. You know, like you put one person on the flag. Who do you put on the American flag? Rasheed Wallace. You yeah, know? yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I, I, but but I think because of that, I think history has kind of forgot... The, the churn of history has kind of glossed over Damon Stoudemire's it's, role. It's Damon Stoudemire aside. It really is a shame. Yes. Home, Damon. So anyway, Sean, thank you for but asking us we're to... We're you. All right. Yeah, we it's remember Jesus revisionism out there, dude. That's right. We're not going to stand for it. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we have since we're not going to talk about that other thing that you're writing about. We are. Well, there's a. Uh, um, I mean, we uh, talked about the, the games. I, I went. To, I went. Brisbos, who asked, "How do we remove Myers Leonard from the Blazers roster? It's by uh, trading or waving. That's how it works." Nice way to answer that question. Uh, uh, from my pal Mark, who will continuously, he will just always send in questions about Myers Leonard. It's just—it's hard to blame him. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I, next time I send out a, a question request, I'm just going to say no Myers questions. Oh, 
Well, it's because we always get we always get like all. What you know what you know what it's only because people love them so much. Do you think he'll get booed if he returns? I I mean he's gonna return. What no. Do you, what do you think is gonna happen between like now and opening Blazers, night? Like left the Blazers, would people be classy or would they not? I think they would not be classy. This is what I think. This is what I think the dream is. That okay, Myers leaves the Blazers. He's on some crummy team. Um, I I can't think of who's crummy in the NBA right now. Can you give me somebody? Because I uh Phoenix, Phoenix, and he uh gets minutes and plays superficially well. And I think that and then and then he does an interview sometime before the game where he's like, you know, the organ the whole organization they just like didn't believe in me, you know. They just, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't fulfilling my potential, you know, in that, in that structure, in that environment, you know? Right, right. And then, so there's like a really legitimate reason for everybody to be like, come on. And so then everybody gets like, kind of like in their feelings about it. And when he steps on the court, there's just like a, there's just like a unbelievable boo uh, that emanates from the Rose Garden. And uh, yeah, that's what I hope happens. I mean... If people will boo Lamarcus the way they have, like they're definitely gonna boo Myers. Like I mean, I'm, I'm just like Lamarcus is coming home, but let's not, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be weird. The Spurs are gonna be super weird. Um, no, but anyway, Lamarcus, he's coming back. Uh, uh, Damon Lamarcus back again. Uh, he's recognized the error of his ways, and he's ready to. Uh, he's ready to come come home. This is my new. Uh, this is my new crusade. Nobody else gets behind me on. Sort of like when we wanted Carmelo to come to Portland for uh, several months. Okay, I have never. First of all, I have never been against a, an Aldridge return. Like uh, when, when it, there was rumors about it last summer. Hey, Eric, you're really staticky in my ears right now. I'm, Are so, you... I'm sorry. I'm not. It's okay. It's okay. I'm making sure it's fine on your end. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I mean, I'm not hearing anything. Okay. Cool. But anyway. Uh, but I'm also not listening myself anyway um i've never been against lamarcus coming back i have always been you know i i, I always thought him and dame were were fun together and it kind of sucks that they weren't that they're not together anymore because they want i mean they won, they won 50 games in back-to-back seasons like yeah like i mean you know and, and portland has i mean the blazers had won 49 last year i want to say so they still, the power, they still haven't won 50 games yet has been, uh, has been uh really janky since he left well ed was good but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is the chance that Swanigan continues to not uh, produce at the NBA level, and the Blazers, you know, have to play someone at the four, and that could be Myers, you know, or someone, you know. I mean, that's what Neil wants, certainly. Yeah, I mean, he's paying him to play. He wants Neil. I mean, Neil definitely wants his big white baby boy to uh, go out there and shine. I think he does. Um, anybody who doesn't kind of want Neil to get fired. I don't know anybody that doesn't feel that way at yeah. this point. Like, and also, also, I know it's him. I know it's his idea. I wish somebody could tell him to not do any more interviews for like the rest of the summer. Like, no one, no Blazer fan wants to hear him say anything right now. Like, it's 
Because no one, because no one believes anything he says anymore. Ah, oh, damn. Dane says yes. He does call Salem Sauce Town, but only recently because of Ad Eric Gunderson. Okay, well there you right. go. I'm, this confirm this confirm isn't all the way through on whether or not Salem is actually called Sauce Town. But I, uh, but look, I'm. Dane's look, I'm not definitely... even from Salem, man. How are you gonna ask Dane? Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Dane isn't even from Salem. Salem and Kaiser are different places. Yeah, you're not asking me what to call Kaiser. What do you call Kaiser? I don't know. I just call it Kaiser. Okay. Okay. All right. Eric, please calm down. Put your shirt on. Uh. Uh. Yeah. But anyway, Neil, dude. You know what the most frustrating thing about it is? I've said this before. Paul loves firing GMs. It's it, 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 it. it is it is it is really um it's his favorite thing. It's it's quite the change in character. I guess it you know I, I guess uh what is it uh, old dog can learn new tricks. I guess you know like at the worst possible time like your dog. <laughs> Your dog spends years biting everybody who walks through the door, and the second a robber comes in, he uh, does a little circle and lies down and goes to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but I I would just say my my advice to Neil Olshay is to wait until, like, media day to do an interview, and maybe not even do a media day interview. Like, honestly, like... I don't think I think he he just need, like the best thing that can happen for Neil is the team comes out they overperform and he gets to keep his job again but he should stop talking about the direction and the vision for the team because it it just what we're gonna it do. never it never makes any sense compared what to what's actually on tape. Hold the cap with even more bad contracts of dudes who uh, clearly don't have enough NBA utility and who have uh, really weird opinions about child support. Look. Look, uh, but so anyway, but that wrong about child support. I yeah, it, and so like I, the best thing I think is is no more interviews. I know that you know it's tempting when you basically have your own TV station that will do these things for you in CSN, but like just don't like because it, it it's not going to end well. Like I don't I haven't heard like one person that saw his interview and was like you know you know you know what you know what i really i really i feel better about the team now (laughs) no one does by the way speaking of blazers outsiders if you're listening to this uh get on twitter get on email uh hit up uh danny and shane and joe and say you want corbin smith to be on blazers outsiders you also want eric gunderson to be on blazers outsiders because i've never been on either yeah come on but uh, but especially corbin smith uh, when they film, I go on their Facebook page and I say uh, mean things to them, and uh, I deserve to uh, be on Blazers Outsiders because of that. I agree. I, nobody has been putting in more time to get on Blazers Outsiders than Corbin, yeah, than Corbin Smith to uh, harass Danny and Shane and Joe to get them to uh, let me be on Blazers Outsiders. Indeed. Um, anything else, Corb? So you're going to have a thing on the Blazers going up early next week. Wilms asked us to talk about Steph, Seth Curry's feelings. Oh, Seth Curry's feelings. He said, please go, d- John Wilms, uh, John Wilms' words, uh, take it or break it dot com slash, uh, or patreon.com slash take it or break it. We're talking Michael Jordan. Friend seven. Uh, of the show as well. Um, 
he asked us to uh, to talk about uh, Michael Jordan or to talk about uh, Seth Curry. Basically, the same thing. I think Seth Curry seems okay with what how, with how it's panned out. I I think altogether, I think Seth Curry is is pretty good with things. Like, you know, he, it it feels like he kind of really earned it. Like, his brother is Steph Curry. But he yeah. he did play in like the G League and kind of have to pay his dues, so to speak. And so like it's it's not like a it's not a Chris Smith situation. J.R. Smith's brother, no. uh, J.R. Smith's brother, who was hired to be there. Uh, who's the guy? Shit. Uh, who's the guy they had to sign to babysit Dennis Rodman? Oh God. I'm gonna look this up. Continue talking. Um, but uh, John Sally. No. Okay, no. Jack Haley. Jack Haley. Jack Haley. Okay, so this is not – I think Seth Curry overall, like, he earned his way into the NBA, and I think I think he's got to be happy with how that's worked out. Like, and also he's had a lot of injuries and stuff like that, and he had kind of a weird college career too. Like, he went to – I forget what school he went to. It might have been Davidson, and then he transferred to Duke, which was weird, and then he was at Duke – and, and, and all that stuff, and he was on the Kings, which sucks. You know, I feel feel bad for him that he had to play for the Kings, but they also g- gave him away. He played the- for Liberty, Liberty College. It's the largest Christian university in the. Ooh, this makes me like Seth Curry a little bit less, because uh, somebody yucky founded Liberty University. Oh, who was it? Who was? Is it? J- I think it might be Falwell. Yeah, I was going to say Jerry Falwell, yes. <laughs> it is. Jerry Falwell Jr. is currently the president. Okay. Uh, largest Christian universities in the world. Uh, honor code. Uh, are, you happy, prohibits... are you happy or sad that he decided to leave that for Coach K? The university was founded in 1971 by Jerry Falwell. Ooh, I got to say, there's, there is kind of only one college program that is more loathsome than Duke. And it's the one that was founded by Jerry Falwell. <laughs> ooh, boy. Ooh, I, this might have. This conversation has uh, made me uh, turn on Seth Curry in a big way. I think. I think. I think between this and the story that's coming out on Monday, we might have a new nickname for the Blazers: the Problematic Trailblazers. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, and, and the Evan Turner child support takes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, the the Portland Trailblazers are really racking up the. Racking up the, I'm not sure, I don't think this is gross plot it's right now. It's weird, because there's that, and then we're just talking about, 2018 is weird, man. We're talking about all these things, and then we're talking about how we don't really hate the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. And also, and like, and like the CJ thing isn't like political yet, but it's also like, um, you know, you hate to throw the word pathetic around, but here we are. There's a twinge of respectability politics. To, to, sure. To, yes. To to, to the, yes. what, what CJ was saying, there yes. was there was a tinge of respectability. Yeah, there. a little bit. Like we deserved something, you know. Uh, oh, man, tough tough times. We need the games to get here. Thank God it's about. Six. Yeah, because because the next thing is gonna happen is like, uh, I can't. Uh, is like Al Farouk Aminu coming out and saying. Uh, uh, no, not Aminu. It wouldn't be Aminu. Well, Myers Leonard could come out as an open Trump supporter, but I mean that's like burbling under the surface. Yeah, I mean, w- but... do, you, do you think that would? This is kind of a hot take. I feel like there's a portion of Blazers fans that he would that that would endear 
that he would endear that them yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, like like if he did that, there was like there'd be like a small portion of Blazers fans that live in Lake Oswego that would really dig that. I think that Unfortunately. Anytime he walked around in Portland, people would start booing him in the public. Oh. Yeah. I think that he would be okay in the Swig. In Vancouver, you know, in uh in uh in some of these places. But but I think that when he stepped on the court, that there would be just an unbelievable heap of people who openly booed him. Yeah. I, I, it, there, 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 there wouldn't ball. be a lot of love from the 300 level. No. There would not be a lot of love from the 300 level. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, Even, frankly, the 200 level. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but up close, you know, it might not be as... Um, anyway... Uh, any more things to talk about? We got, we talked about Seth Curry. We talked about his questionable choice to play for Jerry Falwell. Uh, Which, Seth, buddy, I, <laughs> I'm trying to like you, man. I really am. You know, the fact that you're Steph Curry's brother definitely starts you in the bullpen. In my, in my, do I like him? Uh-huh rankings. He's and, not, he's and not the, in the rotation. Yeah. Yeah, and boy, Liberty University, man. Not a lot of places you could go that <laughs> that make me more unnerved about you. Yeah. Well, we got man. Also, lots of dookies on the Blazers now. We got Seth Curry. We got I, I get, 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 get Gary Trent. Gary 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 Trent Jr. I, so okay. Well, I, okay. I think we're gonna end on this note where I turned Corbin into a Laker fan. Um. Did this? Neil did this. Neil did this. The one who's 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 stooped to signing Duke guys now. <laughs> get Neil. Get Neil out of here. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, full schedule for the NBA, including the Blazers, comes out tomorrow. Um, and I don't think we're gonna hear too much else uh, on the Blazers front between now and then. Um, but maybe there's another game before the Lakers game, but we'll find that out tomorrow. Um, we, we gave you all the, the lowdown on what's happening in Blazer World from Evan Turner's Instagram to uh, Seth Curry's college choices and, um, yeah, and Saucetown Castillo. So I feel like we've covered pretty much everything. Ow, ow. Thank uh, you for having me on, Eric. I appreciate um, it. You're having something coming out on Monday on the outline. Yep, on the uh, outline. It is about the Blazers. I'm not going to say what it is about, but um, uh, let's 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 just say that the rose emojis will be appreciating me. Yes. Okay. Um. All right, and I'm over at LeBron Wire blogging about LeBron and the Lakers. Um, so pretty much anything that has to do with that, I'm blogging it. So I'll be on the Daily Beast sometime in the next few days too. I don't know. Hell yeah! All right, well we got a lot of content. Um, oh, and take it or break it. Listen to that; it's good. Great podcast, love it. Uh, and and catch Corbs when he's tomorrow, on a, when tomorrow, he's on AM to DM next time on the episode that's coming out tomorrow. You get to hear about. Um, uh, Legendary Knicks blogger uh, Bob Silverman's IMDb page. 
Oh right, he was an actor, wasn't he? He was an actor for a while, so you get to, we get to we talk about his credits. It's great. Oh wow, well, that's that should be a fun listen. All right, Corbs, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, yeah, it was really fun, and we'll catch you all next time. Uh, leave us a review, and uh, we'll talk to, we'll talk to you.